Welcome to the Unlearn Yourself Podcast. This is the place to discover and remember yourself as you unlearn who you have been taught to be. We will explore who your true self is by diving into your inner world and creating the most empowering, aligned, and free relationship with you and your life. Hello, hello, hello. This is Kajal, and today is a solo cast, so you'll just be hearing from me. Happy June, happy summer, and I hope wherever you are in the world and wherever you're listening from, you're choosing the day that you want to have. And today, I'm going to talk to you about victimhood, victim consciousness, victim mentality, being a victim of your life, and how the victim identity really robs us of our authenticity, of our sovereignty, of us being our own authority in our lives. And I have been looking at my own victim mentality, victimhood patterns uh, for a while now, and places that I have fell into being a victim, a victim of my circumstances, a victim of my childhood, a victim of the traumas and the things that I've gone through. And that's where my victim identity is really rooted in and comes from. So I've had a very traumatic childhood, lots of abuse, neglect, abandonment, just a lot of wounding and soul fragmentation and just a lot of stuff happened um, as a child that really, really shattered and broke my self-esteem, my self-worth, self-perception, my identity. I was anything but sovereign. It took my sovereignty completely away and shattered it. And because of everything that I'd gone through, I really formulated a victim identity. And as children, we don't know any better. We really have an egocentric viewpoint of the world where we make everything about us. So if mom and dad are fighting, it's because of us. If there's a situation in our family, home, it's because of us. We always feel like we're at fault. We're the reason why something is wrong or somebody's unhappy. That's just how children process. And as children, we don't know any better. So we create all these beliefs and perceptions and ways of thinking. And our cognition is really wired in such a way that everything that happens, we make it personal. We make it about ourselves. So this is where the victim identity can really get born. But it's also generational, very much generation to generation, the victim identity and the victim mentality is passed down. And if you're born into a family who has experienced um, oppression and who's experienced colonialism, you know, who's experienced people coming into your home, into your land and taking it over, and this could have happened thousands of years ago, you're going to have the trauma of that 
suppression, that oppression of someone coming in and taking your rights, your sovereignty, your authority to be in charge and control of your own life away from you. And that's trauma. That's someone coming in and taking that away from you. And this can get passed on from generation to generation. And I know in my own family, there is that that theme of oppression, colonialism. Um, and so that's just being acted out generationally. But also just the things that happened to me as a child, the trauma, the abuse, also developed a very much a victim identity or a victim perception of myself. So I lived in victim response a lot of my life. And so a victim, how do they speak? A victim says things like, oh, life's just not fair. Why me? Why is this always happening to me? This sucks. You know, everyone's just out to get me. Nothing ever works out for me. Um, I'll never make it. This never will get better. This is just the way it is for me. Those are all very victim mentality, victim mindset way of speaking. Those are very belief systems that reflect a person who is in victimhood. So if you hear yourself say things like that, that's a telltale sign that you have some sort of victim identity, victim mindset going on. But it's not an end-all be-all. The point is that we we can change this. We can We can choose differently. And I think my shift happened is from this awareness that also because this is years and years of meditation and journaling and being in a self-reflective space. Like I'm just someone naturally who loves to introspect and who loves to go within and understand myself on a deeper level. That's just the way I operate as a person. And I've always been someone who's very inward than outward. Um, and seeing how everything is impacting me and what's coming up for me. And I'm very much in touch with my own inner world and my inner experiences and what's going on within me. It's just the way I've always been, which has been a blessing because it's really heightened my level of self-awareness. And I think self-awareness is a skill that we really need to cultivate in today's time and age. And it's a skill you cultivate by taking time to spend with yourself in observation of yourself journaling, meditating, understanding why you're feeling the way you're feeling and what is causing you to feel the way you're feeling. So I think this is going to be another whole episode, but self-awareness is really how this started. But this, this question that occurred to me to ask myself, which was, I can choose, having gone through what I've gone through, having been hurt and abused and whatnot by all these people in my life, I can now choose how I'm going to let that define me, how I'm going to let that affect me, how I'm going to choose to interact with it, how I'm going to choose to react, to respond to it. How am I going to choose? What choice am I going to make right now? And this is like really where the power of choice comes into play. Because as long as you're a victim and you're feeling like a victim, you're not going to see that you have a choice. You have a choice to choose differently. You have a choice to choose a different way of looking at the situation, looking at 
your past, looking at what has happened to you, looking at the abuse, looking at the trauma, looking at the wounding, looking at the intergenerational oppression, colonialism, whatever it is for you. You have a choice here. And as long as you're sitting in a victim, you need you need fuel to keep your story, to keep your victim identity alive. And most people who are living in victim responses, victim states, are very defensive people, are very much people who are waiting for someone else to come save them or waiting for someone else to fix something, waiting for someone else to take responsibility and make it all better for them. And that is continually just perpetuating the victim identity and living in the victim consciousness. And from that, there's no healing happening. There's no growth happening. There's no evolution happening. There's no betterment of your life happening at all. You're just staying in victimhood and you're basically saying, hey, it's someone else's responsibility to fix the situation for me. I have to wait until this person is going to come and fix it. It's not going to happen. You're going to be waiting your whole entire life and you're going to be living as a victim to everything still. And I was there. So I was like, oh no, when mom and dad, you know, fix this for me or when they take responsibility for all the stuff they did wrong or when all these people who hurt me come to me and say sorry and say, oh, we're, we messed up, then, you know, then I can then I can be free from this. Then I can choose something differently. That wasn't going to happen. And the awareness that really shifted was I have a choice here. I can choose to continue to live as a victim being a victim response to all this, or I can take self-responsibility here. I can choose how I want to react, respond, perceive, and interact with this all. I get to choose all of that. And it's a beautiful thing when you, when you're, you allow yourself to go there, when you allow yourself to become self-responsible for your own life experiences, for your own state of consciousness, for your own belief systems, for your own way of looking at the world, for your own way of feeling and thinking is really, really, really powerful because it takes a lot of strength to shift from being a victim to being self-responsible to being sovereign. And that's really the journey from victimhood to being a sovereign being. And that happens through choice, knowing that I have a choice here. And that happens through taking self-responsibility. I'm responsible to heal this. I'm responsible to take this into my own hands and change how I'm going to define this. What meaning this is going to have for me and how it is going to define me. Because up until now, it has defined me by me being a victim of it. And I couldn't do anything about it. It's just the way it was for me. But now I have a choice. I have a choice to think differently, to feel differently, to perceive differently. I can choose differently. That is powerful. That is taking self-responsibility. That is the first step to sovereignty, to becoming a sovereign, free being. And so when I really went through this process, I realized it's no one else's job to fix anything for me, to say sorry. It's no one's job to do that. It is my job to do the healing to do all this unlearning, to take all this baggage that I accumulated and all the stuff that I used to make these really hardcore 
definitions and beliefs about who I am, what I can have, and what I can do with my life. Like, it, I made it define my self-worth. I made it define my self-esteem. I made it define my value in the world. I made it define how successful I could be, how much money I could make, what kind of work I could do in the world. It defined me in every which way. And I realized, like, no, 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 no. It is no longer that reality is no longer my reality anymore. I'm responsible for how I think, how I feel, how I interpret, how I perceive, how I define something, and what I believe in. And that is sovereignty right there. And so this process has been so freeing to me. And something I always like to say is when you decide to take healing seriously, your own healing seriously, and your own inner work seriously, you don't need people to change. You don't need people to fix something for you. You don't need people to be different for you because it's not about them anymore. You're not waiting on them to feel better, to think better, to feel differently, to think differently, to take responsibility, to take charge of your own life experiences, to to be the own authority in your own life because you realize it's totally up to you. How you feel, how you think, how you perceive, define, how you be is completely 100% your job and it's what you have authority over and you take that power and you give it to yourself and then you use it and you 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 heal your mind and i love this phrase heal your mind because all that means is that you change your mind and there's this beautiful quote or beautiful saying by bashar he says that if you aren't changing your mind you're not using your mind and the first step really is to change your mind and that means to change your thinking i choose to think differently one of my favorite lines is a lesson from a course in miracles i don't know what lesson it is it might be lesson 48 46 i'm not sure but the lesson is i'm willing to see things differently I'm willing to see things differently. It is not until that we decide to see things differently can we then see things differently. And it's up to us to change our mind, how we're going to see something, how we're going to think of something, how we're going to feel about something. And that first step to change really is a change in our thought pattern, changing what we think because a thought creates an emotion, right? And then the emotion feeds back into the thought and the thought feeds back into the emotion. So it's this looping mechanism that's happening. What we think is in what we feel. And what we feel is in what we think. It's always working in tandem here. And since we're such mental beings and we have this ability to be self-reflective and self-aware and be analytical and assess things, we can start with the level of thought first. If I want to have a different experience of something... No, I don't sit here and wait till someone comes to me and says, sorry, or someone says, I'm going to change now for you, or I'm going to fix this for you. No, we don't wait. That's still choosing to be a victim. That's still choosing to be like, I'm not the authority of my own life. Someone else's. When someone else's changes, then I can think differently. No, no, no. It's the other way around. To be sovereign, I have a choice in what I think. I can think differently about what happened to me. 
about my past, about my trauma, about my childhood, about how I was abused, I can think differently about my self-worth, my self-esteem, my value. I can think differently of my perception of myself. I can think differently. And that is the first step to change, is choosing to think differently. And then we can move down and we can feel differently. I can feel differently about this. Okay, yes, I was hurt. This was a shitty situation, what I had to go through. No child should have to go through abuse and trauma. But I can choose to feel differently about it. I can forgive. I can forgive. And I do not forgive because I am making it okay what someone else did to me was right or that it was okay, I forgive because I stopped punishing myself for what they did to me. I stopped living in that continual per- punishment of what they did to me. I stopped holding on to resentment. I realize that it's up to me to free myself from this, free this energetic feeding, this energetic leak that I have going on, and I forgive myself. And it's up to me to stop feeding this energetic leak, this energetic energy that's going to this person and what they did to me. And I forgive them, not for them, because I I forgive them for me because I no longer want to perpetuate and continue to do to me what they did to me. And that's why I forgive. It's like this energetic unhooking. That's what forgiveness really allows us to do. And when we forgive, we can feel differently as well. I can feel better about myself. I can choose to feel good about my ch- myself. I can choose how I want to feel, you know? And it's no longer sitting in, it's not asking us to be in denial or to not feel the hurt, the pain, the sorrow, the neglect, whatever. You're feeling it, but you're no longer staying in the feeling and continuing to be victimized. You're saying, I feel it. By feeling it, I'm healing it, but now I can choose to feel differently. And that's powerful again, that's sovereignty. And that's those things really work in tandem. And most of all, it's changing our perception, changing our perception of, oh, this is what happened to me versus somehow, in some way, I do not understand the greater, the greater picture here. I do not understand the greater cause or the great lesson here, but somehow, in some way, I chose this. This happened for me. And that may sound so absurd (laughs) right now, but I had this like epiphany. Everything that I've been through in my childhood and all the trauma and all the pain and all the neglect and all the abuse, I like had a moment where I realized, wow, like, yes, to my human self, to my human self, you know, in this human body as Kajal with this identity. Yeah, this feels like absurd and this feels so wrong and it has rage and anger and, you know, all of that and living in the victim response to it. But to my soul, looking at it from the perspective of my higher self, I'm like, no, I chose this. I chose this life experience because I wanted to learn something. I wanted to understand something. I wanted to, it it would help my evolution as a soul in this lifetime. And because I started looking at it that way, like I chose this, this happened for me. I could have so much gratitude for the experience, even though it was a shitty experience. It shaped me. It helped me to deepen my understanding of reality, to love myself more, to understand 
how to be a better teacher and be a better guide and to most of all to like hold more compassion and hold empathy and hold more love in my being for humanity and for people. It, 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 it helped me become the person I am today. And it takes somebody to detach from the identity of being a victim to say that, to say it served me. It was for me. I chose this. I, my human little mind can't figure out why I chose this, but I know my from the vantage of my higher self, I chose this and it was serving me all along. It was, everything was happening for me, not to me. And that's also taking all the energy we take to being a victim of something and saying, no, this was happening for me. It helped me with something. And I actually also did this experience with money. Like I've always felt like a victim with money because it was always something that was really a struggle and a challenge for me. I always felt like, oh, I just suck at making money or it's so hard for me to make money or why is it not working for me or why does everyone else get to have it so easy and I don't. Again, those are very victim consciousness phrases and belief systems right there and when I kind of had this awareness again it's like hey I can sit here and I can choose this or I can choose something differently I can choose to see this differently to think differently to feel differently and I had this awareness and this was in meditation this came up this came up in meditation what if everything that I've experienced with money all the lack all the scarcity all the you know born into poverty and all of that and all these really distorted and illusionary fucked up thoughts about money and experiences of mine that I've had what if it was all serving me what if all of this is an opportunity for me to heal my relationship with money what if it's all serving a greater good what if that it's showing me that I can do this that in this lifetime I'm here to evolve to up level to elevate to upgrade my experience of money and what it means for me and how I interact and how I experience it and when I had that shift I was like I'm not a victim I never was a victim everything was helping me to evolve everything was helping me to grow and develop as a person everything was serving my highest and greater good and that takes a lot of I don't know the word, but it takes it takes self-responsibility to say that, to say it doesn't matter what I've been through. It doesn't matter what my experiences have been like. It doesn't matter how people treated me or what happened to me. I am responsible for what I what I do moving forward, what meaning I give it, how I how I let it define me. And then you do the work. You do the inner work of taking your power back to becoming sovereign to becoming free to becoming clear in all of who you are so if i had a homework to give you from this episode a beautiful homework exercise i love journaling i love asking ourselves really really empowering questions because the mind works like this the mind loves coming up with answers so you got to give your mind questions so it starts to look for solutions to look for answers and the answer is where am I where what area of my life or where in my life am I living as a victim where am I living identified as a victim is it with money is it in my relationships is it with my career is it with my past 
Is it with my childhood? Is it with my parents? Is it with my body? Is it with food? Is it with, you know, society, societal programming, society, what society expects me to be like? Where am I still living identified as a victim in victim response? And like, write that out for yourself. Like what area of your, area of your life it is in and what are the, what is it that you believe oh, this is just the way it is for me, or this is never going to change for me, or life is just so unfair, or I'll never make it, or I'll never find love, or whatever. Write down what are the thought patterns and what are the feelings that are there that have you locked and really identified as the victim. And then step two is, am I going to see that this to get out of this, I have to take yourself responsibility. No one's coming to save me. No one's coming to fix this for me. No one's going to help me like move through this or figure this out or like somehow make this better for me. I have to do it. And that's going to take self-responsibility and taking self-responsibility. Am I going to choose to give this a different meaning for myself? Am I going to choose to move on from this? And then you have to take self-responsibility and take responsibility with, okay, what new thoughts can I think? What new feelings can I feel? What new way can I see the situation? How did this actually happen for me? How was this actually serving me? What was it trying to teach me? What, what, What is the lesson here? What is the teaching here? What is the healing here? Looking at it from all those angles And that's the step and that's the path to coming home to yourself, coming home to your sovereignty. So that's your homework. If you do it, of course, email me and let me know how it goes for you or just uh, DM me on Instagram at Kajal S. Pandey. I always love hearing your ahas, your insights, what comes up for you when you listen to any of the podcast episodes. So feel free to share that over with me through email or my Instagram DMs. And lastly, before I sign off, I have spots open for one-on-one clients currently. And if my energy resonates with you and this speaks to you and you feel a expansion in your being, then I invite you to send in a application and we can see if we're a good fit to work together. And you can find all that info in the show notes. The link will be in the show notes. And sending you so much love, beloved, on this beautiful day in June. And remember what I said when I started the episode. Choose the day you want to have. Choose the experience you want to have. Choose what you think, what you feel, what you believe. It's all up to you. It's always up to you. Stay open.